Brackets. Welcome to Brackets, the podcast where we decide what the best things are about everything. Ben, what are we deciding about what is the best this week? Whoa, this week we've got one hit wonders. In particular, their songs from the 80s and 90s, maybe a little bit of spillover 1979 and 2000, but let's concentrate on the 80s and 90s. One hit wonders. One hit wonders with spillover. I like it. That's got everything that I need. Let's hit play. And here we are, episode six. That sounds about right. Let's call it episode six. I should probably have checked that before I said, hey, let's start. We grow up so fast. We really do. It's a special day too, I've got to tell you. Uh, I haven't told you this before, so this is a bit of a, hey, fact without notice. Is this something I should, um, I should know? Is it your birthday or something? No. No, it's close. It's not. No, <laughs> it's I, once I, a year. I, I always Once a year, I always have a craving for banana milk. So I was at the shops just before, and I've got banana milk. So and once a year I have a craving for it, and then once a year I go, fuck, I don't like banana milk. Why do I even bother? Is the day so the same every the day year, or is it a... just a random day? No, it's a random day. Well, I assume it's a random day. I don't actually write it down, but I thought, I've got it here with me now. I'm going to try it, just so I can be sure that I still don't like banana milk. And the only one they had was some protein thing, so it's probably not going to be nice. It's not a, not like a big M, which would be good. Ooh. That uh, I th- I'm going to do it live. I'm going to live on air. Wow, this well, is like a, really live. this is yeah, like a so special here. feature. It is. It is. So here it is. I'm going to definitely smells like banana milk. And if it smells like banana me- milk and tastes like banana milk, it's banana milk. It's definitely banana milk. Are you yeah. sure you're not pregnant? It's not that bad. Ah, uh, it could possible. <laughs> Someone did go and tell me to screw myself. Oh, um, and I often tell you to go and get. Sorry to Mike's niece and nephew if you're listening. Uh, this is an adults-only part of the con- of the of the podcast. Oh yeah, big shout out to Mike's <laughs> uh, niece and nephew. Any sister, the avid listeners. Any o- sister? Only does As we only call mean them, avid. our audience. <laughs> <laughs> how uh, how are you faring? Fair faring good. Or yeah, I, I'm not interested in how you're doing. I just want to know how you're faring. Yeah, no, no I'm doing I don't know what average, but I'm faring really well, which is good. Oh, good. It's important. It's important to fare well. What, what's today's topic, Ben? Well, it's a bit like me in the early 20s. It's a one-hit wonder. So, one-hit wonders, songs, predominantly from the 80s and 90s. There's one song from the year 2000, but the rest are from the 80s and 90s. The band's one-hit wonders. It's a great topic, and I'm really excited for it. Excellent. Oh, you're, you're fired up. I'm fired up. I'm just always fired up. Well, it's a banana milk. Uh, but even more so for, for me. It's banana, the banana milk. It's actually not too bad. It's a bit dry. This one, it's it's certainly maybe it's just the big M one. Oh, actually, How could no, the liquid be dry? It's like a um, cement. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It does taste better than a banana. Is it the cement? But mix? it also does taste a bit like cement. I think it is. It does taste a bit like cement. Well, you're not faring yeah. very well then. Yeah, it won't. It won't be in a couple of hours when it gets through either. Someone did tell <laughs> me to harden up. Um, You'll be like Dean Jones in Madras. It might be the opposite. <laughs> If it tastes like cement. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. That would, yeah, it would be satisfying, though. On that <laughs> um, lovely note, so we start the pod? There was a draft earlier today. There was a bit of controversy in the draft. There Do we really want to address was. the controversy? Should we address it before we, um, we, before we flash back to the draft? Probably. So we had a late scratching. 
Dexy's Midnight Runners, who were a favourite, an early favourite to take out the the, the bracket, I think. They weren't a one-hit wonder. Well, we had come on Eileen down, and that was a great song, obviously. And then found out that they... It was their second hit. It was their second number one hit. And also they had a song, I remember, when you said that, I remember a song that they did on The Young Ones, and that was a really good song. I've heard that in um, nightclubs. Okay, when they're for old people nightclubs, but I still have heard that. Like, when we used to go to Retro back in the 90s and they played 80s songs, yeah. they would play that, that other, right. the other, oh, I can't even think of the name of the song now. But but yeah, so we had to scratch uh, Dexy's Midnight Runners. We did. Because and, uh, and because so. because come on Eileen, which it would have like it, yeah yeah definitely a great song and would have been one of the the early favourites. But uh, but Jackie Wilson said that was the name of the song that they did on the young ones. That's a good song. And their other song that was number one was called I can't remember. Started with G. What well, didn't it? <laughs> was it Jerry? Sure, Jerry stand up. Runners. Gino. 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 I know, and look, I didn't want it to steal. Uh, I didn't want that song to steal my sunshine. So, well, maybe that was what came in. So let, let's just hit, have a listen. Well, that was that was added to the short list. We can say, and then this is how the draft played out. Video killed the radio star by the Buggles. Uh, Tainted love by Soft Cell. One night in Bangkok by Murray Head. Blind melon with no rain. Turning Japanese by the Vapors. Baby got back. Teenage dirtbag by Wheatus. Hadaway yes. with what is love. And so have a safety dance by Men Without Hats. Tub thumping by Chumbawamba. Oh, groove is in the heart by Delias. My Sharona, mm. the knack. What about me? The moving pictures, the original. Tony Basil, Nikki. Len and Steal My Sunshine. Past the Duchy. Musical Youth. Well, there you have it. 16 one hit wonders. 17 if you count one that got scratched. So, whew. Shall we, do we, are we ready to start up the machine and just see how, where it takes us? Absolutely. Let's start up the randomizer. I can't, oh. this is my favorite part just about every week. Just, randomizer. Just, I just pray sometimes that some don't get put up against each other. Do you, uh, do you want to hit go or, or pull the, pull the lever? I've actually got this cord now. Do you, see this? Do you want to just pull on that? Uh, and that should start it up. Well, I'm a bit worried about what's going to happen to your banana milk if I pull that, but I will pull that That's right. now. We're in. Whoa! I can see some. Uh, well, it's hard. this is a tough, such a tough one because there there are some cracking songs on there. This is tough. I'm just having a bit of a look. I'm just trying to see if any of my like top ranked ones. Oh no, I reckon it's pretty good. Just on the on first look, I reckon it's pretty good. I think the first matchup looks possibly the hardest. Same. So should we should we go straight in? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let me just uh, let me just play this. Round of sixteen. And away we go. Matchup number one is Video Killed the Radio Star by the Buggles. And then taking on My Sharona by the Knack. Whoa. That's incredible. I, I I was wrong when I said there were no big matchups because considering <clears throat> I did softly rank these and this is my these both of these were in my top four. So straight away soft the soft ranking. Yeah. Yeah. So straight away one's knocked out. We've got video kill the radio star. By the Buggles. So this is a 1979 song. So 
Oh yeah, we did say eighties oh, and nineties, but technically nineteen seventy nine. There you go. So it was an English new wave band, uh, the Buggles. Uh, yep. The song relates to concerns about mixed the mixed attitude towards twentieth century inventions and machines for the for media arts. Um, nah, they'll never take over. <clears throat> never. In, in the US, it wasn't that big Modern in the US media actually. Tech. It went. It only it only went to number forty in the US. It wasn't massive there. They were English. Uh, went to number one in the UK. And I reckon there's about 15 or 16 of these, weirdly, that it went to number one in Australia, which includes this. It just seems like every one of these one-hit wonders just about went to number one in Australia, which I don't know what that says about Australia. I've got a random fact about Video Killed the Radio Star. Oh. I think it's true. Can I give it Can I give it to you? Sure. It was the first song to be played on MTV. I didn't even know that. So there you go. Good random facts by me. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Interesting. Um... That's a very good one. And then My Sharona by The Knack, which uh, it was written by lead singer Doug Fega. I'm sure we all know good old Dougie. Ah. And uh, yeah, it, was yeah, written, it was written for the then teenager Sharona Alperin, who became his girlfriend, but it didn't last, unfortunately. So My Sharona was written for Sharona nah. Alperin. Um, it was a debut single. Well, this was 1979 as well. There you go. Um, so that's weird. Two, the only two 1979s we got in there, and they're playing off against each other in the first round. It was number one for six weeks. Was she related to Tony Perrin? Yes, very, very yes. closely. And Marie Sharonona. Maria, Maria Sharona <laughs> Povalova. Yes, uh, so there you go. Two 1979 songs, two great songs. I am spewing that these two are matching up against each other. But we've got to have a p- pick a winner. Mm, this is a tough one. Yeah. This is this is a, I feel like this is almost by default. This is going to win, but sl- slightly more than the other. For some reason, I can't even really tell you why. I'll, I'm going to go with "Video Killed the Radio Star." It's just a just a catchy song. It gets in my head. I just even this just from hearing it from the start. I just I I like the start of it. So there you go. That's my that's my pick. I can't argue with that. It's. It, I've just confirmed it was. Uh, I just got Richard Wilkins to confirm it. It was the first song played on uh, on MTV, even though it's a, we're talking American MTV, not Australian MTV. So it had yes. nothing to do with Richard Wilkins at all. Everything's uh, to do with Richard Wilkins. Definitely was played. It should be. It, it, they're almost like My Sharona is like the end of an era. Yes. Because they were like the new beat. They were like the new Beatles. Yes. The neck, and they never did anything else after my Sharona, whereas Video Killed and Radio Star was like the new, new sound. I, look, which which goes to show because the first again, one is I heard you on the wireless back in '52, so it is a bit of an old. Yep, I'm gonna let Mike to decide. Nice. I I can't decide. I can't decide, and I think this one deserves to go to a tiebreak. Yep, so, so do I. I'm gonna let Mike decide on it because I do like both songs. So, yep. so let's uh, just. Put that one on on hold until tiebreaker uh, Mike from uh, Mr. Tiebreaker himself, the man himself. We go. Let's go. Uh, matchup number two. Steal my sunshine. Steal my Lynn, sunshine. Which was the late entry. The late entry coming up against turning Japanese by the Vapors. Oh yes. Yeah, so so like we said, so it was a late entry. Uh, Steal my sunshine, and so that's uh, it was in 1999. So it was a Canadian band. Uh, it was the lead single off their third album and we all know what their third album was you can't stop the uh, bum rush Len- oh, of course yeah what was the 
next. Was, what was their second? What was their second album? Well, I think we're just talking oh, about this album for now, Tim. With no need to go into that. <laughs> <laughs> it, um, don't stop the head rush. Don't stop the bum rush. All through the body rushes. No, don't stop the. Yeah, bum. that was no, bum rush was album. Th- yeah, oh, that was album gotcha. three. Yeah, album two was was head rush. Probably. And album one album was one was banana milk something. rush. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's still getting it's dry. It's going to be another year at least till I have that that again. Yeah. I'd say so. <laughs> so this song went to number nine in the USA, number eight in the UK, yeah. and number three in Australia. So it didn't didn't go to number one in any of those countries. Um, it was actually the lyrics. What year did you say it was again? Uh, Ninety nine. It was also on the soundtrack Class, to the movie Go, Lane. which is a which is a great movie. Oh, yeah, that was a good movie. That was a very good movie. And I then, didn't realise that. Yes, yeah. and Turning Japanese, of course. I think everyone uh, would know Turning Japanese. It's, uh, it's a, well, a very really, well-known really song. I think so. Uh, it was from 1980. It was an English band, The Vapors. And uh, the lyric describes the narrator being separated from a woman he loves and being preoccupied with photos of her. So basically it's one for the stalkers out there. I... You have a different... The, 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 different the story... Yeah. Well, kind of. Tell me. He was certainly looking at the photos, but as he was looking at the photos, he was doing something that made him squint a bit. And hence, he was turning Japanese. So he was maybe, um, he was maybe, um, what was it? Uh, Maybe it was a a different, a front bottom rush that he was getting, (laughs) as opposed to a bum rush. It was a front bum rush. And as he was, um, pulling it quicker to possibly he was turning Japanese oh battle, the battle of the bum rushes this one yes. again wasn't huge in the US it was number 36 uh, did go to number 3 in the UK and number 1 in Australia of course number 1 what do you prefer Still My Sunshine or Turning Japanese oh, for me it's absolutely it's absolutely no contest at all it's Turning Japanese mm. yeah just, just, just like the song better. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not a fan of uh, of "Still My Sunshine." And, uh, I, uh, it's okay. It's it's pleasant, but it's not. It's not. Uh, it's 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 out of for me. It's out of its league in this in this uh, kind of class of field. Oh, that's... It's it's all right, but t- but turning Japanese is for me is um, it's right up there as a as a strong one hit wonder it's and fair. a dumb song. Yeah, it's fair and enough. racist. Um... <laughs> I um, I thought turning Japanese was going to be one of my high rankings, and then I listened to all the songs today several times, and I just I don't know why. It might just be a day, just a day that it, maybe tomorrow it'll be different. But I just sort of went, eh, we're turning Japanese. I don't know why. And when Still My Sunshine mm. came along, I listened to that, and I'm not saying it was one of my favourites on this thing, but. I actually liked it more than I liked Turning Japanese, so I'm going to leave this one up to uh, Tiebreaker Mike as well, and I'm going to put through Steal My Sunshine and just see what he has to say. Interesting. Well, perhaps if you were looking at some pictures at the time, that might have helped you decide the other way around, but that's okay. That's all right. That's okay. Maybe I should have done that. Matchup number three is Groove is in the Heart taking on Baby Got Back. Now, as you have to tell me. The the band D Lice, how many E's are in D? You have to just without looking it up, how many E's? Uh, I'm gonna say three. Correct. Oh, I'm so happy you get that wrong. Is that right, jeez? D Lights. 
So this was Groovers in the yep. Heart, Delight. It was 1990. Uh, it was an yep. immediate hit in the nightclubs, just straight away. Uh, it went to number four in the US, number two in the UK, and number one in Australia. Uh, it was their American dance band, them. Delight. Um, and VH1 placed it at number 67 in their 100 Greatest Songs of the 90s in 2007. Up against Baby Got Back. Mix a lot. Uh, great opening line, of course. 1992 song off the CD Mac Daddy. Uh, the second best selling song in the US in 1992. Behind Boys to Men's End of the Road. What a great song that was. Um, in 2008, it was ranked number 17 on the I know which VH1. song I'd rather play. Yeah, same. In 2008, it was ranked number 17 on VH1's 100 Greatest Songs of Hip Hop. Wow. 17 of the greatest songs of hip hop ever. That's amazing. So, here we go. Baby Got Backs and Mix of Lots. Good song. Funny opening line. Versus Groovers in the Heart. Yeah. I like that slightly better, so I'm going to go with Groovers in the Heart. Delight. Groovers in the Heart. Ooh. Do we know what happened to, to Delight? Because uh, she was kind of cute in that video clip. She was really cute. No. What was her name? Okay, I've got it. I've, I think her name was called, her la- name was Lady Miss Kia. Really? Yeah. Mm, yeah. No, I don't know it's what not, happened. I, I know. Not because I've, I'm going to say, not because I've got uh, Wikipedia in front of me or anything. Um, no. No, they just disbanded. They had financial problems due to bad management. Uh, they are still in business as writers, producers, and DJs. Oh, so Groove is so still in like their heart. Musicians and stuff, so. Yeah. Whereas Sir Mix-a-Lot, do you know what he got his knighthood for? Uh, that's a really good question. Is it for mixing a lot? For mixing a lot. That's exactly... It's, it, the clue's in the title. So, well, well done. Well Thank done. You. The only thing people really know about Sir Mix-a-Lot, and this is... It's disappointing that this is. It should just say one thing on his uh, Wikipedia page, and that is he likes big butts. Because yep, that's Nick, the only thing that we need to know. Well, there's two things. Because really. the thing is that he cannot lie. Truth, truth is at the heart of everything that he says. It really he cannot. He could have tell a, a lie. He could have got a knighthood. Did he play in a winning Test series for England? That'll do it. That's all you need. Yeah, isn't yeah. It? <laughs> yeah you would get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be so. He needs as the team DJ, perhaps. But yeah, uh, where are you? Oh yes, yeah, me. Have I, I, I gone this one? Oh yeah, you have. Where it's yourself? me. No, no. Why do you like? Yeah, more? you've 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 gone for Groovers in the Heart. I I think I'm going to go for Baby Got Back. Nice, another because one. I think Baby Got Back is just such a dumb song. Yeah, it is. Groove in the Heart is. Groove in the Heart is a really good baseline, and I never really—I don't think I've ever worked it out. So I, w- I might just go away for a couple minutes now. No, I'll do that later. Yeah. Uh, but f- but for now, I'm going to say that uh, the Baby Got Back is one that I, I would, pref- if I had a choice between the two, I'd put Baby Got Back on. Yeah, so fair Mike's, Mike's got a lot of work to do. He does. One thing I will say. One thing I will say about these two songs. I did notice the further you got into both songs, the more you wanted to turn them off. That's that's one thing that they were both good starts, and both. <laughs> oh yeah, I like that song. And then after all, I get mm, skip. <laughs> that's fair enough yeah alright but yeah okay uh, well so okay it's my serve now for the fir- the last song on the left hand side of the bracket and it's it's Hadaway with What Is Love versus Tub Thumpin' by Chumbawamba oh yes what have you got for us well Hadaway as you know it's, it's very well known that she's a Trinidadian German 
Euro, Euro dance artist. I mean, I think everyone not knows that. It was a 1993 song. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was huge in Europe, this song, actually. It went to number two in the UK. It only went to number 11 in the US, mm-hmm. and weirdly only went to number 12 in Australia. Um, it's when, when asked mm. what it was about, it was sort of a wish-washy answer that Hathaway gave. It was... Uh, they said everyone can have their own definition, but for him, it was trust, honesty, and dedication about what love is. So that was that. Um, and about, isn't it also? Is there also a little bit about not being hurt by a baby? Because all I've oh, got yeah. is what is love, baby? Don't hurt me. Yeah. Yeah, you got to watch out for those babies. They can be yeah. killers. And. Yep. Up against Tub Thumping, Chumbawamba. What a song. 1997, British rock yeah. bands. Uh, everyone here would know this song. Uh, I thought it would have gone to number one around the world, but it only went to number two in the UK. Uh, went to number six in the US mm. and number one in Australia. Uh, the song was actually about the... Of course, everything goes on. That's right. The song was about the band. Um, they, about when they get knocked down, they get up again. So that's why they wrote the song. Yep. Unfortunately, they get knocked down, they get up again, and then they get never heard of again. Well, they, I think they, <laughs> they didn't. They, they, it was like when you pick those flowers and you go, she loves me, she loves me not. I think they, they landed on, <laughs> they weren't getting back up again. I think that's what they landed on. And so they didn't yeah. get back up again. And uh, that was the end of them. But they're never, you're never going to get them down, though. Well, that's true. Yeah. So this no, one's, this one's they got, they, uh, I didn't like what is love. Uh, I wasn't a big nightclubbing person in the early 90s. <laughs> and and What Is Love was the sort of song that... Stopped, that's, it's not my not my jam. Yeah. Whereas, not, neither is Tub Thumping to... to but no, 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 definitely Tub Thumping for me. Yeah, I don't know why early I just league. said this is a close one, because really it's not, is it? Um, tub Thumping, medium, sort of middle of the road kind of song for me. But um, yeah, What Is Love just... Didn't do it for me all. And listening back to it, I, I hit skip pretty quickly on this one. So for me, it's a landslide. Tub thumping Chumbawamba. Through to the second round. The oh, the first one through. Nothing else has gone through yet. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, so yeah. over on the right-hand so, side of the draw, we have What About Me by Moving Pictures against Tainted Love by Soft Cell. This is a good matchup. And what about me? These yeah. are all hard. I know. When I, when I first thought it, I thought, oh, Shannon Noel, yeah, one-hit wonder. And then I uh, went, oh, no, actually, we're, <laughs> we're going with Moving Pictures, the original. Uh, so that was, it was actually, it was an Australian rock band, Moving Pictures. 1982 uh-huh. was when they did it. It got to number 29 in the US. It went to number one in Australia. Uh, didn't didn't hit the UK charts. And it was covered by Shannon 29 Noel. in the US is pretty good. It is, it's very good. That's actually surprised me it got got that high and then it was covered by Shannon Noll in 2004 uh, it was written by the lead singer Gary Frost when he was working with autistic children um, at a lunch break he he went to get a sandwich and noticed that a boy uh, he noticed a boy wasn't getting noticed at the counter and uh, wrote a song called What About Me so it gets up against Tainted oh, Love yeah. Soft Cell now this is a this is a good song Tainted Love I, I remember this song well actually from around this time uh, was 90, it, funnily enough, the original was in 1964, and it was then re-recorded by Gloria and James in 1981, who is the lead singer of Soft, Soft Cell, who are a British 
synth pop duo. Who recorded the original of Tainted Love? Right. So actually, so it was, so the original was Gloria James. Gloria James. Sorry, that's. Uh, I thought they were part of Soft Cell, but they're not. There are. So the original in 1964 was recorded by Gloria James, and then in 1981 it was re-recorded by Soft Cell. It didn't do very well originally. So yeah, re-recorded and went pretty well. It went to number one in the UK. Went to number eight in the US, and of course went to number one in Australia. We love one-hit wonders. We really do. Now, this mm. is me, isn't it? What about... Yeah, so for me, this was pretty easy, actually. What about me? I don't really like the song, actually. It's a bit... I don't know. I think it's because of Shannon Knowles' version that it's sort of... I don't know why. <laughs> I've got something against Knowlesy, I think. No offence to him. Well, probably offence to him. I, I like Tainted Love. It's right up there, my songs uh, on this list. So for me, it's pretty easy. Tainted Love goes goes through for me. Fair enough. I reckon Shannon Noll had more hits. Uh, his probably doesn't qualify. But hits in the re- more recent years are a bit different. I guess a lot of these songs were were, were record sales, whereas these days yes. it's pl- airplay and yes. streams and things. So it's a little different. Hits can be in inverted to, commas. To, to be, yeah, it's a different way of working things out. So I'm going to say... So uh, yeah, I think What About Me, the Shannon Noll version probably did ruin it a bit. Not, not for any other reason that it just got played a lot. And yes, same. Not a huge Shannon Ole fan, mm. but I did love the song before that as a as a moving pictures song. Mm. <sighs> but uh, but up against Tainted Love, it's too hard. Tainted Love is one of those ones that that when it got played on a dance floor in the nineties, is still that was by song that got everyone there. Exactly. Everyone loves Tainted Love. Yeah, it's got to it's got to be Tainted Love. Yeah, that's exactly what I think of Three. when I think of Tainted Love. I think of everyone going straight to the dance floor down the Sugar Shack or. <laughs> The what were those? What was the yeah? Sugar Shack is the one down at Banana, Banana Alley, wasn't Alley. It? Banana Milk. It's all about bananas. Was it it Sugar all Shack? comes back to bananas. Yeah, Sugar Shack and Santa Fe was another one that, oh, that we used to always get to do. Yes, not to be confused with Santa Fe Gold. We did not go there. Just Santa Fe. No, well, it, and then it became something else. The Portland now, I think it is, isn't it? Anyway, yeah, it doesn't matter it. because because they still play Tainted Love, whether it's a strip club, whether it's an eighties nightclub, or whether it's a bar that it is now. Yep. They'll still play Tainted Love. Everyone hits the poles. I mean, the dance floor. Okay, the next matchup is a tough one. Oh, geez, we've got No Rain by Blind Melon against the Safety Dance by Men Without Hats. Oh yeah, we do. This Whoa, is, this is a good matchup. So No Rain, Blind Melon. <laughs> 1993 song they were an American rock band it was their mm. second single from their debut album which was called Blind Melon uh, the song is about not being able to get out of bed and find excuses to face the day he had a girlfriend that slept at this stage she slept a lot through the sunny days and then complained when it didn't rain so he just wrote a song called No Rain don't really get work through that if you work through that it doesn't really make a lot of sense but that's uh, apparently what no no it does about. it does because it's I don't understand why I sleep all day. I start to refrain, and there's no rain. Isn't that one of the lyrics? Yeah, it is. There, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's all about her, her, her not getting up. Yep, yep. Okay, makes sense. Whereas the safety dance, Men Without Hats, 1982, Canadian new wave pop band. Uh, the lead singer. Canadian again. Oh, I was written by the lead singer, of course, the very well-known Ivan Doroshok, after he was kicked yep. out of a club for pogo dancing. Uh, it was that's, that's, and then he just wrote a song called The Safety Dance for some reason it all makes such sense they went to number 3 in the US number 6 in the UK and number 5 in Australia wow it didn't even get what? to number 1 oh pathetic Australia yeah it is we are, I forgot to look that up for No Rain so I can't tell you where it got to in Australia I'm just going to assume number 1 you're up what do you reckon 
This is a tough... I reckon these two are up there for you. They are. They are. I, I've got a feeling I reckon remember another another Men Without Hats song. Uh-oh. But I don't think it was a hit, so it's fine. I think it was called We Are Here To Go. Mm, I don't remember that. No, Pop... pop no, Pop Goes The World, it was called. Pop Goes The World. I don't think I remember Here To Go, might, yeah. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't very good. Hence, they were a one hit, one hit wonder. Actually, it only got to versus No Rain. Only got to number eight in Australia. There you go. So it got to number seventeen in the Ooh. UK, number twenty in the US, and only number eight in Australia. Wow. Okay. Hmm. And I think here to go was Devo. Okay. Yeah, it was. Okay, I am gonna say then. No Rain was. <sighs> I think the the main reason they were a one hit one didn't the guy die in a car accident? That does actually ring a bell. I th- or did he? He may have even maybe more tragic than that. I think. Uh, okay. Um, uh, no, I can't remember. I, I do, he, there is something about that though. I do. There is something about him, isn't there? It was a cocaine overdose. Uh, okay, there you go. There's actually if you if you Google the lead singer of Blind Melon, Richard Shannon Hoon. There, there is a picture of him that comes up straight away of him with Donald Trump. Oh, is he wearing a hat? So there or you is go. He a man without a hat. He's without a hat, but he's from the. But yeah, so uh, Blood Melon is a. It's it's a it's a it's a good song, but it's not in the same league as One Hit Wonder, Men Without Hats. The Safety Dance was one we used to have this on a tape. Like we were, we would tape songs off like Countdown and Sounds back in the old days in the in the eighties, and this was one that was on one of those tapes, and we we got a lot of play in our household. You were a big Ivan uh, and Dorosuk fan. I loved him, yeah, with or without a hat, didn't care. No, either's fine. Didn't care, uh, and uh, and he could if he wanted to, he could dance. So yeah, and I've used this. I got to use this in a play last year as well. In a sound design, and it, it timed in really. Anyway, don't need to worry about that. It's uh, it's definitely got my vote. Men, safety dance, men without hats. I found it really hard to split these two songs. Actually, I so for that reason alone, I'm not going to dilly dally. I'm going to send this one through to Tiebreaker Mike. I think I think it deserves right. it. For me, oh, they're so close together. I'm going to then vote for No Rain and put this one through to Ty Tie, Tie Mike. It's Good there. TV, it's through. We got TB. It's uh, multi mic. He gets to split the ones that have been multied. No, that doesn't work, does it? No. <laughs> Probably not. But you could put no rain, fifteen plus possessions in a safety dance. I think any time goal. Kicker. He gets to pick. He gets to pick between those that have multiple votes. He does multiple being on one. That's uh, it. Multi mic. Next up, past two to the, go. Past the two duchy. to go. Oh god, this is such an interesting addition. I'm really glad this one got got put in there. I'd forgotten all about this song, "Past the Duchy" by Musical Youth, up against Mickey by Tori Basil. Oh wow, this Tony, is, Tony, oh, Tony, Basil. Tony Basil, of course. Tony Basil. Tony Basil. Tori Basil. Tori had heaps of hits. Oh, Tori was. <laughs> Tori Basil. A, I reckon Tori Basil was at least a two-hit wonder. At yeah. least, probably more. But uh, yeah, past the duchy. See, I, I, yeah, like I said, I'd actually forgotten all about this song. I, and, and when this got put up, I went, "Ooh, interesting." The, and it had an interesting story. It was actually originally there was a song put out called uh, "Past the Cutchy." So that was a song the song that Yeah, it was actually put out "Past the Cutchy," and it was by another band. It was in 1982 as well, same as this, and it just did no good. And a cutchy is a marijuana pot or pipe. And uh, in Jamaican, in Jamaican man speak, 
Um, and then I thought that's what uh, I thought that's what a duchy was. As no, well. that's that's a bit of a misnomer. The um, there was a producer out mm. there that went, oh, this song I like this song about past the Kutchie, but I will name it past the duchy instead, which is a Jamaican cooking pot. And he oh. and he got a group of five boys aged between eleven and sixteen. And put them all together and called the musical youth, and this was their first song, and by the sounds of it, only song. <laughs> and it actually, and then, and the other one was a bust, and then this song actually reached number one. So he just, he just reworked and he made it a, the beat a bit more upbeat, and um, and yeah, it was a, it did a lot better than the original past the catchy, and then Mickey. Oh, I think everyone knows Mickey. I think everyone's been to a retro night or a some you know some kind of night of the dance floor where where Mickey comes on and everyone hits the dance floor. This song was so just like the last one. This is a battle of the or, original songs being renamed, which is funny because this song was originally called Kitty when it was first <laughs> written. It was never released, but then Tony Basil changed it uh, to be about a man, so he called it Mickey. He just he just left the lyrics in, originally wrote it, then rechanged it because he wanted it to be about. Uh, about a, yeah, about a man. So, oh, that was oh, it's Tony's a female, isn't she? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So Tony changed it uh, to be about a man. Uh, it was a nineteen. And it's about, Mick, about, not about Mick Malloy, isn't it? I think so. It's and uh, oh. that which ties in well with Tiebreaker Mike when we get to Mike Mike's multi. Yeah. It was a nineteen eighty one song, um, and it was yeah. yeah, it was released. So originally it was released. Oh, actually, so. Kitty was released in 1979 by a UK group, Racy. So it actually was released by Kitty oh, then. Yeah. And then Tony Basil changed it up and named it Mickey. And it went gangbusters. And so when all that's said and done, which one do I like most? Pass the Duchy or Mickey? Yeah, look, uh, Mickey's up there for me. I don't know what it is about Mickey, but um, I really like the song. There's nothing wrong with Pass the Duchy. It's, a, it's, a, it's definitely a different song. It's different than all the other ones on here. But when I put them up against each other, my vote is for Mickey. <clears throat> so Racy, you see, Racy actually had a few good songs. They Racy did. Racy had uh, some girls don't. Oh yes. Some girls need a little love and yeah, and apparently that is song. Lay called, your love on me. Apparently, another song called Kitty. And Kitty, interesting. So both songs started with a k. They did. So and then they changed. So lucky they didn't go the other way. Otherwise, it would have been. Um, Past the Muchy and Dicky, I guess. Would have been Dicky now. They'd have gone with the D's instead of the yeah. So yeah, there we go. First there, and it is on YouTube. The record a recording of Racy singing Mickey as Kitty. Oh, there you go. Oh, Kitty, you're so fun. I'm going to have to listen to that. We'll all be listening to that later on. Yep. But before we do that, I, so I I have I remember my memory of Past the Duchy was we had, we were saying before we had these tapes where. Uh, where we tape songs off the TV. Yep. And uh, I remember this one because my dad said, oh, I taped a song the other day off something or other. I think you'll like it. I really like it. And it was past the Dutchie. And your musical. dad put that forward? <laughs> my dad. Mickey. Was, uh, I, yeah. thought, I, think he put, yep. I thought he put Mickey through. Because it, he, he should have about him. But yeah, exactly. uh, no, he was into past the Dutchie. So. Wow. Yeah, I think he liked the bit that went bum 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 that bit. Yeah, he, but I don't know. He would have loved uh, that bit. He loved it. So uh, look, it's got a. a it, I'm going to 
say that's got my vote. Yep. It's, I think it's, I, I quite like, I'm just thinking about it and hearing it there while it was playing in the background. Fuck, now I've got to do that. It's, I'm getting, I'm saying that's going through to Mike. Mike's got a hell of a lot of work oh, to do. Oh, so God, this is going to be great. He's going to be amazed when he sees this. And then let's... Every friggin' matchup. And the last one. This is an interesting matchup, actually. I hadn't really seen this one at the start. We've got Teenage Dirtbag by Weedus and One Night in Bangkok by Murray Head. This is actually a really good matchup. These two were up there. It is. These two were top, both top six. So I don't, don't need to give that away. Well, yeah, well, I just did. They're both in my top six, these two songs. Teenage Dirtbag by Weedus. This is the only one... This was in 2000, this song. So it's a little bit... Uh, a little bit closer to, to now. It was it was a pretty big song. It went to number one in Australia, of course. Uh, of course. Number two in the UK, nearly got there. And number seven in the USA. It was their first single from their debut album. Now, let's see. This Oh, this was a weird one. It was... So, they're a USA rock band. Uh, just, um, it was about a childhood experience by their guitarist, Brendan Brown. It was a bit hard to get this story straight. But basically, in 1984, on Long Island, there was a... There was a homicide by a satanic drug-induced ritual. There was a teen homicide, and the killer was in an mm-hmm. ACDC t-shirt when he did the killing. Uh, Brown loved ACDC, and all his teachers, and and also he said cops for some reason, thought that he was a satanic worshipper as well, and a teenage dirtbag. And so he wrote mm. a song about it. And <laughs> there you go. So At that, what stage... At what stage did he have two tickets to Iron Maiden? Well, that's a really good point. <laughs> that's an excellent point. I don't know. Um, but maybe yeah. he stole them. Maybe he stole them and that's why he was a bit of a teenager. No, no, shit. Well, the girl had him. The girl oh, came up to him and yes. said, I've got two tickets to Iron Maiden, baby. Come with me Friday. Don't say maybe. Yeah. That's right. Do you know why? Because he's just, she's just a teenage dirtbag baby. Like him. Or something. Like him. Yep. Ooh. Exactly. One Night in Bangkok, Murray Head, 1984. Uh, so this song was from a concept album and a subsequent subsequent, yeah, subsequent musical called Chess, which I've never heard of. I probably yep. should have looked it up. Um, yep. No, yep. I've he, heard of that. that was a, it was an Andrew Lloyd Webber-y one, I think. Really? Oh, there you go. Um, Murray uh, Head raps the verses and a Swedish singer called... Anders Glenmark sings the chorus. Oh, yes. Good old Ang- Anders. Good old Anders. Anders, yeah. It got to number three in the US. It got to number 12 mm-hmm. in the UK. Where do you think it got and to in Australia? Number five. Number one, of course. Number it one did get to number one in number Australia. Number one in Jeez. Australia. They all get to number one. So, which. Oh, so do you have any thoughts on this one? I, I can give you another fact, another fun fact about uh, this one. Please do. So so the guy's name is yeah. Murray Head. Yep. His brother, I believe, is Anthony Not Stewart Richard. Head. Is Anthony Stewart Head, who is Giles from Buffy. Oh, my God. That's a great I fact. Think, I think... I don't I even care if it's true, true or not. That has, to, that has to go forward. Wow. Uh, I'm pretty was. sure... That's going to come up I'm in the pod sure at some true. stage. There's going to be something. There'll be some kind of a podcast yeah. that involves at some stage, top 16, where Buffy will be in it. Yeah. So definitely Anthony Head. Yeah, Anthony Stewart Head, brother, Murray Head. And definitely Richard, you... no Richard? No Richard was their dad. No. Uh, no. 
he is married to someone, Sarah, who Anthony Head has children called Emily Head and Daisy Head. Yes. <laughs> but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking no. about Murray Head. <laughs> <laughs> His dad's name was Seafield Head. Seafield. And Seafield. Seafield. And Murray Head. Look, let's not get too caught up in Murray I feel like we're going Murray slightly Head. off track here. I don't know. It's just me. And the whole time, like I used to, okay, I was, I did used to really like One Night in Bangkok, but for mine, Teenage Dirtbag is a better song, and it is, it's the, I, I it for me, for me, Teenage Dirtbag is the last of the traditional one hit wonder, yep, that I can think of, but of my of my era, I don't think that like there probably are one hit wonders now, but they they, but obviously I'm I'm old. So it doesn't count for me as much. So, but Weedus were like the last of that true one hit one of me. So I'm, I'm going to vote for Weedus, Teenage Dirtbag. Yeah, look, that's a, everything you said. Pretty much wraps it up for me too. One night in Bangkok at the time, actually, it was it was. I really loved the song at the time. I remember, yeah, I remember singing along to this on the radio and uh, and loving it. Yeah. But yeah, for me, um, exactly right. Teenage Dirtbag is such just a typical one hit wonder. And a, just a really good song in its own right as well. So for those reasons alone, I'm putting through Teenage Dirtbag by Weedus. Well done. So we're we're just about there. Do we? So we had three three out of three out of eight that we put through. So we got five. Yeah. Is... You know who? There's a knock on the door. Just in time. Let me just open it. Tiebreaker hey, Mike. Hey. Mike. Multi <laughs> Mike. We've decided you can be multi Mike because that you decide when there are multiple votes that need to be cast against more than I don't know what that means. Oh, just... Yeah, no, that's good. Multi Mike it is. I'm excited is. about well, this one, gentlemen. Yeah, well, that makes four of us. What do you think of the three I'm that not... went through so far, Mike? <laughs> uh, I'm just looking at them now and I must say I'm a little bit disappointed about two of them. Oh. Oh. What about me? And you too, Tim. It's, uh, yeah, I was uh, I was a big fan of What Is Love I Had Away. Um, oh, controversial. Don't yeah. listen to what we said about it then. Uh-oh. Oh, it was a great song. A Night at the Roxbury. Yeah, that was a great movie. Yeah, have good good memories of that. Uh, my sister said that uh, A Night at the Roxbury and that song reminded her of um, me and one of my friends trying to look cool and pick up girls on the dance floor back in the day. Needless to say, we weren't very successful, but uh, we looked good doing it, or at least we thought we did. Exactly. We still have quite a few for you to decide, Mike. We've got five. Yeah. So yeah, let's that's a lot. Kick it off with Video Killed the Radio Star, The Buggles versus My Sharona, The Knack. Any thoughts? Well, Video Killed the Radio Star, as you guys probably know, is the first song I ever played on MTV. Oh, uh, yes, we, we do. We do know that. Only because Tim had to look it up, but you just knew that off the top of your head, Mike. Oh, well, look, you know, these are just the things that uh, that I fill my head up with, um, this, useless information like that. This um, is why you, you break ties. This is why you've idiot. got you've got the right, you've, you're, you're, you're suitably qualified for this job. So, Breaker uh, of ties. Oh, oh, yeah. By yeah. Khaleesi, everything uh, like yeah. that. Yeah, just call me Khaleesi. And then my Sharona, this was actually a song written about a girl called Sharona. That's right. And it was, yeah, so they went out for four years. 
And he reckons that he wrote the song in about 15 minutes. <laughs> look, they're both solid songs, but, you know, the, being able to look into the future and tell that video actually did kill the radio star, you've got to put through the buggles. Nice. Well, I had these, I had these two as both top four songs for me, Mike. Mm. It's a tough one. Yeah, they, they I were think... both right up there. I think My Sharona also has been covered a lot in the last few months uh, as as a Corona song. It has. I'm sure there are thousands of them. Yeah. As has Come On Eileen with COVID-19, because that uh, does rhyme nicely as well. But uh, matchup number two was Len with Steal My Sunshine against The Vapors turning Japanese. Now, the funny thing about The Vapors is that I found out that they... They thought this song was going to be a hit, so they actually delayed releasing it and they didn't want it to be their first single. They made it their second single mm. and they still turned into a one-hit wonder band. <laughs> yeah. um, so they couldn't help themselves there. They tried. Um, did you know in America they thought the song was about masturbation? So did I. <laughs> <That's what it's... laughs> but it wasn't. It was about teenage angst and youth. So, Which is masturbation, the... isn't it? Yeah, well, it's... it's... Straight from the uh, the creator's mouth, no, it wasn't. And Steal My Sunshine was, um, it's all about a rave and a very catchy song, very catchy song. That's a hard one because they're both, they're both equally as good and it's, oh, I think we're going to have to go with Turning Japanese. Nice. I actually put that through to you, Mike, because I couldn't decide which one of them should go through, so I thought I'm just going to leave it up to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It gives me something to do. Um, so that that does set up a classic semi-final. Video killed the radio star versus turning Japanese. Does it get more 80s than that? No, yeah, that's is the answer. Just no. No, it doesn't. Next up, Groove Interesting. is in the heart. So what... Delight yeah. against Baby Got Back, so mix a lot. Groove is in the heart. That was a great song. And as soon as that that song came out on the dance floor, my posse would get up off, get off from their seats and get on that dance floor and start dancing. So it was a banger of a song mm-hmm. back in the day. Can Can I ask a question about your posse though? Did they like big butts? Uh, they were mainly girls. So ah. um, no, they probably <laughs> no. didn't. Oh, uh, could that... they lie? Yes, they could quite easily, and I used to see it a lot. Uh, um, yeah, they're not it was. They, they wouldn't have been knighted then, like Sir Mix a Lot was. No, no, they weren't. But yeah, did you know that Q Tip from a tribe called Quest provided the rest of the rap vocals? So there you go. No, no I yep. did not know. Yep, so some street cred there. And then you've got um, Baby Got Back, which is about. A song about curvy women of colour. Now, I personally don't like big butts, so it's a no from me. And Groove is in the heart is going through. Wow. There we go. And, and really setting up everything about the 90s in that matchup in the semifinals. Groove mm-hmm. is in the heart versus tub thumping. So that's, uh, that's big news. Big news. We've got uh, one half of the draw done. Let's over to the other half. There's, one, there's two for you to have a look at here. We've got No Rain by Blind Melon against Safety Dance by Men Without Hats. Oh, two very good songs. Mm. Um, Blind Melon was a song about depression and not getting out of bed. And, yeah, poor old Shannon Hoon. Drug overdose. Yeah, yeah, he was on. Yeah. Apparently, um, Pearl Jam wrote a song about him. 
while he was still alive, saying, you know, it's called B Girl. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I know B Girl. Yeah, well, that was B Girl was, and B Girl was in, because he had the B Girl was in the video clip for, for, for No Rain. That's right. Correct. Yeah. And that was about Shannon Hoon and his path, his destructive path that ultimately, um, caused his death. Sorry, that's a bit heavy. Safety Dance. Yeah, Safety Dance. It was a bit of a protest song against bouncers not allowing them to dance the way they wanted to dance. Precursor to slam dancing, mosh in the mosh the pogo. Yes. Yeah, so, look, they're both great songs, but for me, if I had to listen to one versus the other, it's got to be Safety Dance. Safety Dance goes through. Again, yeah, I wasn't sure which another... way you'd go with that one, actually. Mm, that was a hard one. And that sets up a classic semi-final, uh, sorry, quarter-final of, uh, I think I called it semi before, I meant quarter, foolish. Uh, it's a classic quarter-final of two dance floor favourites, I think. Yeah. Tainted Love versus yes. Safety Dance. One more for you to go with, I don't know, that's not English, Past the Duchy by Musical Youth versus Mickey by Tony Basil. Right. So, Mickey. Mm. It was actually About Mick Malloy. It was actually originally a different song by yes. Racy. Kitty. Uh, by Racy, yes. Mm. Have you heard it? I looked no, it up no, just no. before. No. Yeah. No. It's Racy had a few a few decent songs. Yeah, and that, there was some rumours saying it was about um, a band member of them from the Monkees called Mickey Dolenz, hence Hey Mickey. Ah, but, okay. Who uh, denies this, but uh, I think it is personally. Yeah, good song, Mickey, uh, versus Past the Duchy. Which also is called something else. Yeah, it is. It's um, it was a combination of two older songs, and they just took out all the drug references. Yeah, there's um, a song past the Cutchy, and they uh, ended up renaming it past the Duchy. Yeah, and you know what a Duchy is now? Well, I thought it was a joint. It is. It's but it's wrapped in a Dutch Master cigar paper. Yeah, it's also a pot um, over there. So they tried to pretend it was about the passing a pot around a cooking a cooking pot, but I think that's yeah. pretty dubious. Yeah, I think, yeah. So, look, if I had to choose the two, uh, I'm leaning more towards, you do? The, uh, more towards the uh, the cheerleader and going with Mickey. Yeah, and I thought that. Mickey goes through. I thought Mike. Mickey would go through. Yeah, you know, Mickey, Mike, so got to go oh, with that. Oh, no. With You're going to put it all the way through, like aren't that. you? Yes. No, not necessarily. <laughs> Perhaps, I mean, we, we could make that your theme song at some stage too. But... <laughs> oh, dear, no. <laughs> So, so let me just uh, let me just hit this quarterfinals, and we're into the quarterfinals. Uh, over to Ben, and this is a, yeah, I don't know. This they, they, we've, these are all going to be obviously very hard. We've got eight eight of the greatest one hit wonders ready to play off against each other. Starting off with "Video Killed the Radio Star" by the Buggles versus "Turning Japanese" by the Vapors. Yeah, ben. tough, tough one, tough one to start up with. To be honest. Mm. Um, uh, I just have to go with, I think I get a little bit, slightly more excited when the start of Video Kill the Radio Star comes on. Um, so just the second that comes on, I sort of, yeah, sort of get the, get the groove with it. So for that reason alone, and you've got to pick some reason to put one of them through, that I'm going to go with Video Kill the Radio Star. Yes. Nothing against <clears> turning <throat> Japanese. Great song in its own right. It's a, it is a great song. They're both great songs. Video killed the radio star. You're right, though. Just that boom, 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 yep. boom. When it just in the, and actually, you know what? 
I'd totally forgotten about it. There was a really good version of Video Kill the Radio Star by Presidents of the United States in the, yeah, uh, yeah, in the late was 90s. Too. Yeah. Mm. It was off a movie, and I can't remember what the movie was. It was. Yeah. It's it's definitely the better song for mine. So yeah. even though I, I do like turning Japanese, yeah. so I'm going to give it a straight set through to the semi final. Mike, which way would you have gone? I would have joined you, gentlemen. Three zip. Yeah. Yeah, I think very similar yeah. reasons. I reckon we all would go put that through. Just, just, just a bit, a bit, bit, um, bit rockier. Just a bit poppier. Just sort of gets gets you moving a bit. At the start of it. It does. And I know what it else does. will be getting moving, Tim, after having that banana milk. Yeah, <laughs> it's not sitting well. It's not sitting. Mike, every every year, I I think you know what I feel like banana milk, and then every year I go, I really don't like banana milk. And uh, today was today was that day. So I've got you can't see. But, uh, I've got a Nutra Boost. It was the only one they had at the shop. Banana um, milk, and it does taste a little like a banana Big M. But yeah, I don't really. I, I do the same often with strawberry milk too. I haven't had that for a couple of years though. But today was the day of my banana milk for the year, and um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's. Yes, it tastes like cement. Oh, it's it's my shot. It's my go over here, with Groovers in the Heart versus Tub Thumping. It's a tough one. Great Both matchup. songs. Mm. So Groove is in the heart. I'm trying to take my mind back to what I would... So Groove is in the heart makes me remember video hits. Oh, yes. Um, so it, was, it was like, a, okay, yeah, that, that was... nineteen. I think we said it was 1990, and I don't think 1990 was a very good year for music. I remember the late 80s and the first couple of years of the 90s for me, they were pretty ordinary years. So this stood out as being a pretty good song because it had a lot had a lot going for it. And not in particular it had a really good baseline. But Tub Thumping is a more fun song for me. I'm going to say Tub Thumping goes through. I think it's just look it's it's about resilience and you need more resilience especially right now. If you get knocked down, you get back up again. Yeah? Uh- Take a whiskey drink. Take a lager drink or vodka drink. Well, take a lot of drinks, uh, but also if you get knocked down, you get it's 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 yeah, never going to keep me down. There might be a lot of people having doing drinking games whilst they're listening to this podcast. And yes, you just got them all very drunk, Tim. You did. They it's went every, with every time. They went with the overs there every, in the five five minute overs and uh, drink. Everyone drink. <laughs> every time Tim says something dumb. Skull. Yeah. No, that's dangerous. <laughs> that's very, very dangerous. I, um, don't do that. I actually agree, 100%. These two were pretty close in the rankings for me, actually. I just had a look. They were Neither of them were up the top top, but they were in the you know, around the halfway mark, both of them. And um, I just think, just like this podcast, when we get knocked down, we get up again. And so for that reason, I'm going tub thumping. Mike, what tub would you thumping. have gone with? Well, I would have probably gone with a song that was ranked 323rd mm. in the UK's best 1,001 songs ever. I saw that. I nearly gave that as a reference and yeah. thought it might be confusing, <laughs> but it wasn't when you said it. So, well done. No, so, I'm going with Groovies in the Heart. It was Groovies in the Heart. Okay. Where was Tub Thumping in that uh, best songs ever? Didn't 322. Say. Yeah, 322. <laughs> <laughs> Just ahead of it. Just that much. <laughs> All right, we have our left-hand side of the draw done. We have, a, yes, over to the right. We have our semi-finals. Uh, over the right, tainted love, soft cell versus safety dance, men without hats. 
Oh, that's it's interesting. It's an 80s dance-off. Def- it's a traditional... It's an 80s dance-off without having, like, putting the, the cardboard on the floor and playing some... I don't The Rocksteady crew. It's without doing... Without having any break dancing at all. It's a, it's a traditional 80s dance-off between uh, Soft Cell and Men Without Hats. It really is. It's Britain versus Canada here. Um... The yeah, Commonwealth these two, showdown. It is. They're, they're both, yeah, they're, you're right. They're both very much uh, let's go to the dance floor songs. One for me, though, when I think about dance floor songs, probably got played more from what I remember. And so I have a slight leaning towards that song for that reason. And to me, it's slightly sexier as well. And that song is Tainted Love. You're all about sexy when it comes to the songs. Oh, tub thumping. <laughs> it's all about it's, it's sexy. bringing sexy. sexy back. You really are. I am. Yeah. He likes big butts and he cannot lie. That's right. <laughs> and we can't deny. And Groove is in the heart, so... Yes, well, it was the hearts versus the butts over there. But back to this one, you're right. Tainted Love gets played a lot more in... Or did get played a lot more in like the uh, the retro nightclubs of the night. And we did go. We did just go out to a lot of sort of your British pop kind of venues. We did, but that has the opposite effect on me. Wee. I think for that reason, safety dance means a bit more because it was a bit more. You didn't hear it as often, and so if I did hear that, I would likely to pogo around like a mad bloody pogoer. And you are, as we said wave, earlier... Wave uh, dancing, Tim. And, and we said earlier, I, Tim is a big big fan of the lead singer, Ivan Doroshuk. That's yes. right, comrade. Tiebreaker Mike. Oh, another tough one. I used to love Soft Cell. I used to love both these songs. And look, because there was Morris dancing, God knows why <laughs> there was Morris dancing, but there was. Uh, was we're going to safety dance. There was Morris dancing safer. in the video, and that just did it for me. <laughs> you, you can't get any safer than a Morris dance. Oh, you can't. Yeah, wasn't there like a, a dwarf in there as well at some stage? There was. And yes, yeah. was yes, Lee Montagna in that? <laughs> <laughs> it was Clint Jones actually? Um, and the that build up at the end, the the build up at the end. Uh, I was. Uh, Are we still talking we about? Clint Jones? Safety dance. You know the safety dance at the, the build-up where it goes... Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, safety dance. And it build, builds and builds and builds. and builds. That's great. That's it is yeah. great. And There's then no loser fight. in that one. No, apart from Tainted Love. Uh, who lost? The, but who lost? Yeah, apart from the loser, it's still... It's done very well. Mm, what a Match-up. Like. The final of the quarterfinals is Mickey, Tony Basil, Teenage Dirtbag, Weedus. Which were both in there? my top half dozen, these songs. I didn't vote for Mickey in the first round. There's something about Mickey that it's like it's it's clearly the archetype. Oh, that's, that's probably not the right word, but it is everything that is a one-hit wonder because no one ever heard about Tony Basil once before, ever before. What about it was Kitty? a huge song. Well, Kitty at my foot and I want to touch it. Uh, is what I could say about that, but it was a different song altogether. Nice. But we were talking about the President of the United States, who also sang Killed the Video, Killed the Radio Star. <laughs> and, and Peaches. <laughs> and you can't have Peaches 
unless you are a teenage dirtbag. No, that's not even there. But 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 teenage. But we just we're, we're we're more like presidents of the United States, which has nothing to do with what I'm talking about at all. But it does like it, these are like the bookends of of uh, almost of, of one hit wonders. Mickey was one of the first. Teenage dirtbag one is one of the last. For me, teenage dirtbag is a better song. So uh, that's going through into the semis for me. Yep, I don't think you could have asked in a, in a weird way. And people that went the overs again drink the. Um, you couldn't have summed that up better. I actually agree with every word you oh. said, and uh, I think they're both the bookends. And but if you have to go with which is the better song, I actually like Teenage Dirtbag better as a song. So I they're both good songs, but I'm going to vote Teenage Dirtbag Weeders. Mike, what would you have gone? Well, I think you've got um, Good and Wholesome and Mickey, and then you've yep. got Teenage Dirtbag, which was had quite a dark, was written because of a dark past, yep. um, devil worshipping and the like. So, which is weird. Yeah, I, and I, I would have gone with Teenage Dirtbag. Yeah, I thought I so. always thought it was just, I always thought it was written about a guy who had a crush on a girl who was no good for him, who, who he thought was no good for him. I know, but it turned does out seem like she that. Liked the, she liked the same music. It wasn't, when, when he was a 10-year-old kid... Yeah. There was a teenager committed a teen homicide in his in his, where he lived. Yeah, in eighty four. Yeah, we talked yeah, about that at yeah. Long Island. Yes. So based off that, and basically, then it was the whole thing in the eighties. You know, all heavy metal music is devil worshipping, which it isn't. Yeah, of course. No, um, not all of it. Well, no, only the good. So it was a big fu to all those people that thought. Heavy metal music equals devil worshipping. So and we're all about fun fun. <laughs> and two tickets to Iron Maiden. Yeah, that's true. Maybe the semi-finals. Semi-final time. Video killed the radio star versus tub thumping. Ben, take it away. Whoa. Okay, we're this. This is getting real now. Video killed the radio star again. Just if I just even think to that. Opening few lines, it just gets me every time. Um, tub thumping though, good, a good opponent, a very good opponent actually. These, yeah, these two were up there for me, both in my top half dozen again. Um, but one was higher than the other. I'm not sure if I'm getting carried away by the opening tunes, but I'm still just one makes me happier than the other, and that is video killed the radio star. My vote. It's hard to argue with that. It's I'm tapping away to it in my head, and I didn't yep. hear a word you said. So, um, just the usual. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it says that. I mean, I have to drink now. Yes, uh, I, I can't. Yeah, video killed the radio star for me. Is uh, is, is going to get the vote? So it's going through to the grand final. Mike, which way would you have gone? I, I didn't have tub thumping so high. So um, in the list. So um, yeah, definitely video killed the radio star. Yep, nice. Yeah, yeah, a, a very worthy finalist, I think. On the left yeah, hand side, just having a big quick, it did, quick look through. Yeah, I would have put. Yeah, I reckon out of all those on the left, that's who I would have put through. It did the hard work. It did the hard work early. It had yeah, to it knock did. out. It had to what knock out my Sharona, which was tough. That and was turning tough. Japanese. So yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. had a tough run, hasn't it? Mm. Over to the right hand side. Who's going to play Tim? Is it, it, it going to play Safety Dance or is it going to play Teenage Dirtbag? Teenage Dirtbag. Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah, this I'm, is... all, I'm not. I'm not sure if that's making my head hurt or if it's that banana milk that's just sticking right, right in the front I think of we my. We go head. with the banana oh. milk. Tim. I'm tipping the banana milk. I think, it might, oh, I think it might be the banana milk. I hope I... this podcast doesn't get a bit echoey soon because we know where you are if it does. <laughs> <laughs> Both really great songs, but 
Safety Dance does have more of a sentimental value because of the whole loving it as a kid, not hearing it for 10 years, then hearing it again and thinking and realizing other people liked it. Yeah, Safety Dance for me. Wow. I've got a feeling my number one seed's about to get knocked out because I... That's got a funny feeling Mike's going to go the other way, but for me, out of these two, one was about mid-range on my list, which was Safety Dance, and one was my Ooh. number one, which was Teenage Dirtbag. So Teenage God. Dirtbag for me goes through. Wow. Or, well, it's even, sorry. It's, it evens it up it's at one even. all. And it puts it over to Tiebreaker Mike. Dun, dun, dun. Wow. Jesus, a tough one. They're both excellent songs. Um, but going in my rankings, Safety Dance is higher than Teenage Dirtbag. Sorry, Ben. That's all right. My number one seed gets knocked out most weeks. So this is just another one of those. How did the Lion lose a few pods back? I don't know. And Mars, Snickers, they got knocked. Anyway, sorry. Yes, I, I digest. Safety not, Dance. Not bitter at all. No. Safety Dan. Well, the line just wasn't a giraffe. That's, that's true. all I can say. <laughs> we really stuck our necks out. It's <laughs> true. The lion is not a giraffe. <laughs> Everyone knows that. So there you go. Safety dance goes through. Sorry. And really, I, I could, at a stretch, name that another song by Men Without Hats, but I couldn't. Really? I couldn't. That, remember, I thought of that one, Pop Goes oh, the World, but it was, yeah. wasn't very good. I don't know that song. But no, I but didn't think of it. The uh, impact that safety no, dance has, no. and that's, that's but really... I couldn't, I I definitely couldn't think of anything else by Wheatus. <laughs> no, but yes, I'm, but I'm sorry to see it go. Uh, but there can only be one, which leads us to the grand final. Grand final, guys. This Video killed the radio star by the Buggles, taking on Safety Dance by Men Without. Th- these are two. Cl- these could be the best of the eighties. This could be the best of worst of the 80s <laughs> these could be uh the best of the one hit wonders and they are the best of the one hit wonders as we've decided for you now it's the time to decide which which one gets the glory ben over to you oh uh, oh you were the first Have I built that one. Up enough? Oh, uh, oh you were the last one right <laughs> that was so clever wasn't it i Every time, I think every pod, uh, one of my favourites gets knocked out, as I said earlier, and it always leads me to scorn it, and it always makes me lean to the other side, like an evil character, I suddenly get fixed on the other song, but having said that, I would have put this one through anyway, so all things considered, I just rank one of these really highly, like... One of the songs was my number three, I think, when I ranked it. And one of them was about my seventh or eighth or something. So I just love the song. It's catchy. It makes me happy. For me, there's a clear winner out of these two, and that's Video Killed the Radio Star. Tim. Okay. Are we going over to tiebreaker, Mike, this week? I'm really struggling to split them. Why? Because one's got sentimental value, whether the other one's a really good song? Going back, though, I didn't <laughs> vote for... Video killed the radio star in round one. You hate it. Would, no, I don't hate it. I, but I've liked it. I've grown to love it. I've grown to like it more across. Look, I didn't hate it back then too. I just thought that was one that had to go to Mike to yeah. decide because I, I liked both My Sharona and Video Killed the Radio Star and for similar reasons. That is fair enough. For, that sim- was a close for similar one, reasons, 
and, and similarly, I, I can't split these two either. So I'm going to have to give my vote to Safety Dance for reasons disclosed earlier. Disclosed? I just talked about them. I didn't disclose anything. I and think that Mike... means only one thing. We go Mike... across to Tiebreaker Mike. Wow. This is literally with great power comes great responsibility. This is a hard one, gentlemen. This is... On the one hand, we can dance if we want to. If we don't, nobody will. On the other hand, video did kill the radio star. You've got a guy with weird glasses versus Morris dancing. It, you know, there are just so many pluses. But the winner of the one-hit wonders is Video Killed the Radio Star by the Buttons. Yes! Well done, Video. Well done, Mike. Yeah, well done, yeah. Tim. Well I done, think, everyone. I think it's a worthy winner. I think I really so too. Do. One hit wonders. Video killed the radio star. How did the Buggles not have more hits after that? Ah, uh, I mean they revolutionized. Revolu- they revolutionized video clips, and they they foretold the future, and then they just bug it off. They thought my work here is done, just like our work what? here is done. What 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 happened to the Buggles? Do we know? Does anyone know? I don't think so. They, they had they had different groups, and they were working. I think. The, the, the guy who wrote it, someone Horn, I think his name is. Um, yeah, I think group with the producers. Trevor yeah. Horn, I think his name was. Trevor Horn, it was, yeah. They went in and out of a couple of them would join up together, then they'd, they'd do some bad songs, and a couple of the others would do some bad songs. And I think that's sort yeah. of how it went. And they've collaborated with others. Yeah. Well, there you go. A worthy winner, I think. Well, it, it was. It certainly there is. Were, there were, a big group that we, we started with, wasn't there? There were 32 songs that we had yeah. to start with. Originally, back yeah, back when we were trying to put them down to 16, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, we went from 32 to 16 to 8 to 4 to, to 2 and two. then finally. And also from 16 to 15, then back to 16 again. Sorry, sorry, Dexy's Midnight Runners. Yeah. Would these have beaten Come On Eileen? Oh, so Come On Eileen would have been in against Turning Japanese... I think I would have gone with Come on Eileen, but then I would have put kill. I would have put video kill the radio yeah. star. Would have beat Come on Eileen, so it would have yeah, yeah. it would have only gone through one round for me. Yeah, it would have yeah. gone out the quarters to video kill the radio star. Worthy winner. Very much. <clears throat> well so. done. If you want to uh, log on to uh, Wikipedia, there is the Buggles discography uh, page. It's very short. Uh, <laughs> They did have a second song called Living in the Plastic Age. Reached number 16 in the UK and it reached number uh, 29 in New Zealand and Germany and didn't chart anywhere else. So tell us what you think. Do you agree? I think it's hard not to. We've given you all the scientific proof that you could possibly need to know that Video Kill Radio Star is the greatest one-hit wonder of all time. But uh, if you don't agree, you can hit us up at... The brackets podcast at gmail.com. You know, by now we may even have a Facebook and a Twitter page and a and a, an Instagram. We've probably got everything. MySpace. Probably got TikTok, MySpace, Tinder, Napster, and Napster. <laughs> I'm thinking of setting. <laughs> we've got it. Um, we've got it. We've got it all. Uh, ben, thank you for uh, for joining us as you do every week. Very uh, welcome. That was a well, that was a ripper. I do like the music ones. I think 
if we weren't trying to mix it up a bit, we'd just about have music ones every week. But, you know, you've got to mix them up a bit. But I do enjoy the music ones, I've got to say. Yes, that was and good. And I always love uh, when it music- ends up with, med- with uh, tiebreak mic as the person deciding it all too, so we can just wash our hands of the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. So well done, Mike. Well, well played. Well done, Mike. If anyone, and thank you for joining us. No worries. You did that again. Like last week I said thank you for joining us and you paused for about four minutes. You think... Oh, did <laughs> I? Oh, it's frozen. Drink. Drink. <laughs> drinking again. I was drinking. I was so busy drinking. Uh... Take a whiskey drink. Take, Take a, a banana milk. <laughs> a banana milk. Don't. Not for another 12 months. Until next week, you've been Ben, I've been Tim, you've been Mike, and Mike, as you always say... Sticks and stones may break my bones, but whips and chains excite me. It's...